and welcome to Around the Console. My name is Suki, and I'm joined today by John, Craig, Cliff, and Bob. And we're all here to discuss Tom Baker's story, Megalos. Uh, so let's start with uh, John, because he's shaking his head Fuck. at me. I was just trying to put you off by shaking my head repeatedly. Uh, what, what, what do you want to know? Uh, yeah, what did uh, you think? Come on. I man. watched it. I watched it surprisingly in one big lump. Uh, mm. It was all four episodes straight after one another. It did seem like it was. It's Tom Baker. It's good. I don't like the Romana uh, companion, to be honest. Uh, but the story-wise, I think it was quite generic. It felt to me. Um, it was still fine. All the accusations of bad acting. It's it's a kids' TV show. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna field those um, kind of uh, opinions. But uh, yeah, uh, initial thoughts. It was acceptable, and I didn't unenjoy it. Oh, don't know what that John. means. <laughs> uh, so we'll go see if we've got some positivity, and we'll go with Craig. Uh, you've not chose the right one of us, really, for that one tonight, I'm afraid, darling. Uh, I, I, I actually totally agree pretty much with everything John said. Um, I find this a really generic, mediocre, bland Doctor Who story. Um, I I think it's tired. I think it's just a cop-out of a story, really. It's nothing in it. It just feels like it's it's just churning out the same old, the same old. Uh, I, do, I, I will go down the bit that John didn't say, and I do think the acting of some of the crew is terrible. Romana does nothing for me. Um, it's just... I, a bit surprising I, there, Craig. Yeah, I did watch it. Like, it's really weird because I did watch it in one day. I didn't do it in one lump, but I did it in one day like John did. And at the end, now, afterwards, I kind of reflected and thought, now, there are some Doctor Who stories like the War Games or whatever it might be where I could never have done that. So I must have enjoyed it enough, but then we'll come on to that when we get a bit more deep. It's very, it's very tepid, I'm afraid, darling. Very tepid. No worries, babe. Uh, let's go with uh, Cliff. Well, I've seen this a few times, and this story is like Marmite to some people. You have a love it or hate it, and it, it gets slagged off for this, that, and the other. But um, I I pleasantly enjoyed it. You can see Tom Baker wanted more. He wanted a challenge. It was last season, and it, some of the stories reflect him saying, give me something else to do. I like when he split them up. Um all in all, I watched it all in one because it's quite fast-paced. Even though it's four, it's four episodes, the story is okay. There's a lot where you think, didn't need Romana, didn't need K9, could have just written them out of it, and they more or less did. Yeah. But um, it's it's a pleasant one. It's one of those where you're like, yeah, it's all right, that. I'm not, I'm, it's not a proper slag-off. Okay, so <laughs> are we going to get any positivity, really beat positivity from Bob, maybe? Well... When we picked it, I was a bit gutted um, because I don't know why. I always feel a bit gutted with when when we have to review season eighteen. But season eighteen, it's very unique. I would call it unique. Didn't uh, you pick it? No, you picked it. You picked it. I picked whatever somebody else picked. I picked it because I went yeah. straight back then and just pulled yeah. out the DVD. And then John picked your pick. Yeah. Nice. And I had watched it recently, but I do really enjoy season eighteen because it's completely different. You know, it must have been such a massive shift at the time. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit good. Uh, and what I did was, because uh, I couldn't locate my Blu-ray box set because it's still currently in a box, uh, which I did have to rifle out, um, which I did do that. But I listened to the audio of the Target oh, novel, yeah. which is brilliant. It's voiced by um, 
John Kershaw, or whatever he's called, John Kershaw, um, who does an amazing Tom Baker impression. Uh, but the the introduction, the first chapter, the abduction of an Earthling, is brilliant because because he, he, he basically it starts with George Mor- uh, George Morris, who is the guy that gets taken by the uh, the Gazarax. Oh, that would, would have been good to know that. Oh, it's amazing. Is that totally so, explained, the, yeah, isn't it? It's great. He, so he, he, the bit at the end when he says, oh, I told my wife I was coming up from work. Well, the whole bit is he rings his wife from the office. It's a 20-minute journey home. His wife's preparing him this sherry and he comes across the, the Gaz... Is it Gazrax? What they call Gas-tax. Gas-tax. Uh, anyway, and then... It, so this whole first chapter is just about that and, it, and it's brilliant. Uh, and John Leeson does the voice of K9 in it as well. So it's great. That that is absolutely brilliant. So I'm pleased we picked it just to listen to that and just to listen to that first chapter, um, pretty much. But I enjoy it. It's different. It's cool having a stupid cactus as a, as yeah. a baddie, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's that's very Doctor Who, and and it's kind of like still silly from the previous season, but has that serious element which I do like that Christopher Bidme brought in. So yeah, it's it's been. I'm pleased we did it just for the target novel. There you go. Thanks. Just, I just quickly interject. Do you reckon then if they would have filmed the first chapter, as you said, describing the events of um, you know, grabbing the human, would have added to the story itself? Yeah. Rather than oh, being, yeah. a, It'd be cool. being like a five-part. Well, the, the, fir- the first, because it starts with Roman and the Doctor, but it was meant to start on Ty Geller. Um, yeah. But people wanted to see, they wanted to put the Doctor in Romarin so people could associate that you know them with with the show and the other thing as well is with the episodes they're all very short episodes yeah um so i think each episode one's about 17 minutes 16 minutes four is 16 minutes long and and they fill it out fill it out with the the cliffhanger and all that kind of stuff and there's a lot of padding in it um because but they had all this other stuff which they could have used so Um, why did they not use it do we know because i was shocked because i was so bored but i wasn't bored but i was kind of like can i fit in part four or not and then I, i just skipped forward to the end of the first scene. So I'd have to rewatch the intro and the credit. And I noticed there was only like 16 minutes left. And yeah. I was like, that's, what, that's how I, the only way I realized that. So, so it's, that, yeah, it's, it's, prob- it's probably all down to a lot of uh, cost cutting measures as well. Because if you were going to stop putting a backstory in for the Earthling, which probably might have helped the story maybe a little bit, you'd have had to hire extras for that uh, to do all these extras in the scenes uh, and costs for sets and, sets and stuff. So they probably just sort of it's, it's, yeah. it's not really yeah, explained, because... <laughs> is it, though, why he's actually abducted and why they use him to morph with? That's not really developed. Look, it's just said it's for sets. Yeah. Sets. Yeah. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> that would explain the bold bowl cuts, then, wouldn't it? The blonde <laughs> bowl cuts. I've, I've actually made some notes on this, well, and it I... is... It... It's regarding. To... <laughs> Sorry, go on, John. No, go no, go on, Bob. Yeah. It's just regarding the bowl cuts because obviously you've got two sets of people: the 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 scientists and the religious element. That yes. whole yeah. common fraction, and then the scientists have got the fucking shit bowl cuts, but the uh, the religious ones were in hoods because they must suddenly realise I'm a dawning spiritual spiritual awakening that these haircuts are shit, so I'm going to wear <laughs> a hood. That's what I kind of thought they'd done, you know. Fucking. I don't understand oh. why why a lot of sci-fi of that era had homogenised uh, uh, populations. Yeah. All looking the same. It's just like, you, you, it's like that's I've, I've, we've covered this on probably a previous episode of this shit. But we've got like um, the the opinion that everybody sort of becomes one uh, yeah. in the future. 
Well, Less individual, individuality. Individual, yeah. Individuality disappears. Yeah. That seems to be a 70s or 80s desire. That seems to... Must, the reason for that being in the, the fiction must be because that is what we expect to happen, what we want to happen, and what we're heading towards. What, bowl cuts? Completely, yeah, bowl cuts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the Deons and the Savants, they, they've, they've got that uniform look. But at least with the Gazdaks, the pirates themselves, they all have their different sort of looks, which is great because you you just if these these pirates are going around pilfering off various planets and they're not going to be wearing the same sort of stuff all the while. And uh, I'm quite glad they actually went into the uh, the production side of it and decided to make them all dress sort of different. But one of them did wear it uh, was it a, a hubcap on his head. Uh, uh, We've General Grugger. He was uh, he had a hubcap as part of his uh, hack hat costume. I felt their costumes resemble something like out of the Mongolian Empire yep. type stuff. That's exactly what I was thinking. It reminded yeah. me of Marco Polo. Exactly. Really. And I made me think, was they from that era and there was gonna be some kind of cool connection? But I felt the pirates let it down. I felt they were just trying to uh, continue the story like the bit with Romana where, Romana where she's walking around in a bloody circle. Oh, that was stupid. That was all padding, now, wasn't it? Because yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't clever padding. It wasn't like even for children they got the intelligence to think, oh, this is just a bit daft. They could have had it in a different situation. And the pirates were simply there to go. We need somehow to bring this captors be into there. Need this to there. And I felt they could have been used a little bit better than that. The, the story was written, I think, for when... Because Tom Baker, this is his final season, there's a new producer in, and this story was written by the two writers thinking that they were going to be using the sort of... Uh, the, the the way things were done the previous season, which was a lot more fun. There was a lot of ad-libs. There was a lot of jokes in there. So these two writers went and wrote this sort of story thinking there was going to be a lot more humour. John Nathan Turner came in, Barry Letts came in, and they sort of took out the humour. Christopher H. Midmead, the script editor as well, took out the humour. And so a lot of the humour, which you would have had with these jokey sort of pirates, uh, they were just gone. It was just gone. And Tom Baker, uh, over the years, he's sort of been ad-libbing and just yeah. doing his own thing within the script as long as the st- to help improve the story. But he couldn't really go around doing this sort of thing in this sort of this season, well, because it was all so serious and it had to be done in a particular way. So there's no ad libbing, there was no, no sort of jokes, no humour being put in by him. Right, so he was sort of frustrated as well. This is one of the other reasons why he sort of left at this sort of time, um, or he had announced his, uh, he was leaving from this production. But if if they'd have gone the way he should have, this might have been a lot better received. Comedy, humour, jokes. Uh, parody, whatever you'd like to say. Go on, John. Fucking actors. <laughs> so up their own asses, aren't they? Hey, hey. No, but I understand that. But I think it suffered from their lack, being a lack of comedy. They, you could see that they tried it on one or two places. We had Brotterdak, literally the best character in the fucking world, uh, as the idiot, as the comedic element, and he was great. He was hamming it up, proper panto style. It was terrible. An well, anagram of bad actor as well, that. Right, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not going to say yes, because it's Bob telling me it could be wrong. No, no. <laughs> what, the writers... <laughs> Brotterdak, if you were anagram, is bad actor. 
the writers put that in, right? Saying, uh, how do you spell Bratadak? Pardon? How do you spell, how do you spell the word Bratadak? B r o t a d a c. I think. Oh, two a's. Right. I wrote it wrong. So when they put it in, thinking that whoever usually takes these sort of roles, they're always a bad actor. Turns out the actor that came in to do Bratadak was actually decent sort of yeah. telling you how to play the comedy and the, the other there was, there was some odd choices like I think the padding thing certainly had an uh, that, that chronic hysteronic loop it's correct chronic me. hysteresis that flying yeah. amber time loop impossible to get out of literally just 30 seconds later out of it that's that's like that, that, what, give it a stupid just, name which I was like whoa did they just did just waggle canine's tail? Or yeah, something like that. To just jerk canine yeah. off. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was all done by canine in order to get his tail properly serviced. <laughs> oh wow! Well, wow. yeah, having canine in there only for him to power down and be shit and useless for the rest of the thing was pointless. Absolute waste of time. Yeah. Yes, and but I, I did like uh, I did like the, the fact that there was this contest between not this contest this. Um, schism in the society of the savants and the deons uh, i think it's very simplistic which i'm finding in a lot of the doctor who's is the plots are let's make a good and a bad let's not worry about nuance because it's a kid's show but i think they could have done something a little less polarized yeah i, f I found the actual yeah you, you picture it as um egg loss it's a cactus <laughs> And this, and this being from, uh, you know, this, this other planet, and then it suffers, and all this type of thing. And I just thought it was, was that the comic era? But it didn't work. Even children would find that a little bit, it's just a freaking cactus. What, the cactus? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think they just decided, we've got face makeup that looks cactusy. We might as well have a baddie that <laughs> and looks like a cactus. <laughs> and why not? I mean, why not? Yeah. It's, it's a big it's universe. It's bizarre. It's surreal. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but I just I just felt um, they really pushed the boundaries here to pick a cactus of all things. <laughs> it's just something that was in their uh, writing room where they were actually doing the episode. But the um, the other thing, or when that cactus is actually seen on screen, back in the eighties, do you remember a show called The Adventure Game? They used to have cactuses, and then they changed into humans, and you'd have celebrities coming on. This is what they should remind you. Are you of. having a stroke? Okay, yeah, is that a genuine memory? Or is that is the genuine memory. That is the genuine memory. Just to stop, stop here, this will require some editing, Chef. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Craig, your microphone, we can't hear you. You're muted. Is your light on? Is your light on? Inside his head? Probably not. <laughs> your light's not on, is it? Yeah, it's on. I can see blue. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. At the bottom of that little arrow. Yeah, got it. Oh, the... Got it. What did he do? It was muted. Don't know how. <laughs> and that was a seamless edit, Cliff. Well done. And now back to our regular scheduled program. I actually remember this when it was broadcast. So I do actually remember the doctor with his cactus face. And I've got to say, even as a kid, I did not buy it. I didn't like this story as well, however old I was at the time. I found it, I didn't think John, uh, that Tom Baker was particularly acting well at this point anyway. I think he looked tired. And I do remember the scene with, you know, kind of like his puts his head around the corner, he's got all the green cactusy face, which is quite scary in its own way, because he does do it quite commanding. But I just think it looked 
it looked cheap. Well, I don't think I'll tell you what, well. with with Tom Baker, right? Yeah, he's he's tired, and you can tell yes. he, he, the whole season. And I quite, quite like the, the well, I quite like that because he's coming towards the end of his you know his life in this particular you know form or whatever. So I, I think he's acted quite well and real. But what I, I do love the way he does. Megalos and he does the Doctor. Yeah, I think there's yeah, a really like subtle difference. I mean, obviously Tom Baker's a fantastic actor, you know, but predominantly Doctor Who, he was kind of playing himself to a degree. Yeah. And I just, I did, did love that the way you could tell he was when he was Megalos. And you yeah. know, I imagine it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Great yeah. acting. I was, going, I was going to say, do you reckon the right, the right, is it Terence Dick on it? Dickhead, Dick, Terence Dick. No, it's not. It's, did he? I yeah. thought it was too. No, no, no he's a book. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, do you reckon they've written this because Tom Baker was tired and it was giving him some more challenging uh, work well, to do? Having the uh, two doctors was quite good. Yeah, that was a good concept. It's the first time we'd had that, isn't it? I think in Doctor Who, the Second kind of time, because the first one was the week before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when he was, when he had a doppelganger in, uh, is it Leisure Hive? Oh, yeah. yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did two stories in a row with two doctors. Because I thought he was trying to more or less, you know, write to keep him happy, to keep him going on, on oh. the season. I think that was last on their yeah. agenda, was keeping Tom Baker happy when, uh, yeah. I think, anything, you know, they, they were quite happy to well, so what, him. Was there a clash between him and Romana too? Because they don't seem to, the, the chemistry yeah. seemed to be off sometimes. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah. Were, they, were they in love at this point or were they yeah, beginning to have fracture? It was, if you look at a lot of this, particularly this season, the never, he never looks at Lala Ward yeah. no, no. because of whatsoever's going on in their private lives as well, yeah. which is, a bit, again, it's a bit weird, but it's quite yeah. nice when you know about it to see it on screen, this, yeah. point, this whole thing, a bit Fleetwood Mac, yeah. you know, yeah. captured. You know, like it's, um, yeah, it's... I think that's why I find season 18 quite fascinating, is all these sort of things going There's in the background. There's a lot going on in it. Yeah. yeah, and a very different Tom Baker, you know. I'll tell you what I thought was a real shame and a real waste of an opportunity. Jacqueline Hill. She, yes. She's just not utilised. I mean, she's she's crapping this completely. The acting, the, 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 the voice, the way she commands herself. But also, this would have been a fantastic opportunity to bring Susan back. Uh, and uh, Not Susan, sorry. Um, Barbara back. Barbara. And actually have a returning companion. She's just totally wasted. What a concept. God, I just didn't <laughs> like her in this. The, well, you, you couldn't have bring Barbara back. Into John's, this sort of... John's looking confused. She's yeah. so the woman that played the the, uh, the in charge of all the uh, religious. Alexa. Alexa. She's actually the first Doctor's companion. She's Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. All oh, right. But she, yeah, so she's a, so she's a returning companion. No, I didn't well, think she was crap at all. I thought she was no, good. No, she was one of the best. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought she was one of the best. I, th I think because yeah, you know it's Barbara and yeah. it's just a bit... But it was one of her her first acting job for many years because she 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 had, she had left to have kids. I think it's, that, it's a lot yeah. big, you know, it's a common story back then was she left to have kids and then by the time they'd grown up or whatever, she was, you know, nearly 50 or whatever um, and she couldn't get back into acting. So it was a case of like you've been out of it for so long. 50-year-old been trying to get back in again. Uh, and it's people that you know, and obviously Barry Letson had come back in and she knew people on, on Doctor Who, which is how she got the, uh, this gig. I thought she did an all right job. I just, yeah. I feel what's more of a shame, the way they killed her. I was like, oh, fuck. I couldn't they understand like like, how they killed, like... killed, killed by a D12. I don't understand how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Megloss uses the dodecahedron to blast, uh, no, Lexus killed by a pirate, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she was still more It seemed utterly pointless. Yeah, well, it, the, the way the droids wrote it, or the way they said it would be on the scene, their character had nowhere to go after 
that she'd uh, she'd been convinced that there was two doctors uh, and somebody else had stolen it and it was some sort of artifact instead of like a godlike given deity. So you don't just kill her off. Like, you well, address no, that issue. That's what no, they but I, I think this, this is why I was saying it's lazy Doctor Who. It's going for all the any impact we can that doesn't mean anything. I, I just found this, like I said before, really generic. So like having her kill herself is a bit of drama, but it, it doesn't make no sense. There's no build no. up to it. The, no. the thing I quite like about this story, though, is Jacqueline Hill's performance as Lexa. And really? it also because it highlights some of the things that Barbara used to do, which is uh, one of the more famous things that Barbara did, which was when in the Aztecs, she wanted to get rid of human sacrifices and yeah. make sure yeah, that, you did. know, change the whole of society. And then Jacqueline Hill, 14, 15 years later, comes back in this story, and she's the religious leader yeah. who advocates human sacrifice yeah. to be able Which, to uh, grow. Wait, that's, that's a great, great yeah. pick. I didn't pick yeah. that up. Oh, I, I actually I like Hats Tex. I like Hats Tex. I, like I suspect there is no connection whatsoever. <laughs> no, but it's quite cool, though. It's, it's just the way cool, the, two, the two characters that she's played within Doctor Who, one was... I said reverse of the other one. The other one, one, one had a hat, the other didn't. It's just well, literally, literally. Yeah. Endless. Well, I also thought in this story, um, there's there's death to the point where it doesn't even bother the Doctor, and I thought that was a bit of a shudder. I know it's a children's show, but obviously new Doctor, they don't Doctor who don't like killing anyone, which is a bit of a shame. But on this, it commits genocide at the end, and it just tirelessly kills the uh, pirates. And that's it. And at the last bit, it's like, ha, 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 ha. He's having a bit of a laugh and joke and he gets back in his tardis. Not even a thought about what he's just done. What, what which genocide? I thought was a bit unusual. What genocide does he do? He kills he the last of the Zolf, Zolf yeah. Furans, which is Is that genocide? You've just killed one of them? It yeah, the well, last is it not? Right? It's, it's the last one. The last, one. last, the last one doesn't mean it's genocide. Yeah, I don't think it means genocide. It's a well, moral look, point that we can argue about later. I also thought that bit with the TARDIS not taking off at the talk about the end bit was also a bit kind of like let's just draw this out as long as we can because the countdown is going on. When does the TARDIS not pretty much take off straight away? But this time it, take, it takes like however thirty seconds. It just doesn't work. Again, I thought that was really just dragging out every potential. So I'm being really bad negative here. I'm not being also. It's it's got the to me. It's got the classic fat TARDIS. The TARDIS is fat. The TARDIS does look good. Yeah. Yeah, I like Love that. Fat, I, I also like the bit when the in the very first episode <laughs> when the thing comes up from the ground with all the sand. I thought that looks really cool. Well, like, all the, the shields around it. That was good. I was going to talk. Well, like, what, what talk about the effects because it was yeah. uh, screen. What was it called? Screen Same like screen screen sync. Screen but, it, but it was. But it was <laughs> screens of Zolfafura. I like mm. it, John. Mm. But it was so they had like camera locked off, nice. and it was this whole technology that the BBC had been working on. Where you had the two cameras, one on the model shot, one on the, the the live actors. So it was a it was a bit better than what oh, they, right, they, I see. Yeah, they were doing before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So before they had the, the, the green the sort of blue screen, but they just had one picture behind it and people would move on to it. Whereas this was like they were moving two cameras at two different things. And it was quite a revolutionary 
um, a visual effect at the time, and they were they were using it in uh, period dramas. In fact, it worked so well. But on Doctor Who, I think it really, really no, worked. It, it did work well, brilliantly well in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, get, really it gets good. slagged off now because when you look at it, it looks looks pretty sh shady. But you got to think it's Doctor Who, yeah. and it's the story you're investing in, not necessarily the effects. But I really liked the way they did it. I liked I the, like the models. Effects. The only shaky model bit is when the pirate ship literally gets picked up by someone's hand hidden behind the screen <laughs> and shook around. I, I was like, that. oh, <laughs> I could have just put wires on better. That was, ob that was obvious, that was. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that. But tell the, you, uh, sorry, just uh, the, while we're on production bloopers, at the end, there's some really good ones and it points out in the info text, but it's cool. So the uh, gas tax, they, when they have the big battle at the end, when they get back to the ship, there's two gas tax. And then suddenly the next shot, when it cuts them again, there's three on board the ship. Then suddenly, oh, when they get to the planet, there's five gas tanks. Yeah. But they've all, it, it, they keep changing the number of gas tanks, and it's uh... he, he actually mentions it in the dialogue as well. Uh, uh, what's his name? The the leader um, that that general you've killed fifty general Gracker Groger, right? That he, that um, you've killed fifty percent of my crew, right? So he only had eight, so he only had uh, three or four left, and then by the next. Uh, all back, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Six, seven. It's just weird. If you if you've had to watch the episode nobody, four again, just for that it's quite cool. Spot the gas tanks. Uh... There's one of them. One of them. Uh, uh, gas tanks. If you see right at the beginning when they're bringing the Earthman on, and they come out of the spaceship, he goes. He nearly falls flat on his face. Uh, there's a flipping great big massive trip, and they just left it all in. On production values, I think that Megloss at the end, when he kind of the the green cloth is slurped along the floor, <laughs> that's, <just> clever. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really impressive. Just dragged along on the rope or whatever it might be. That's that's good quality. Well, so what did you think of the actual uh, uh, the makeup that Tom Baker had and the Earth thing had with all the uh, the spikes and so? I liked that, it. That was good. That was good. I, I liked it. I do think it, he looked really good. They needed that, though, to distinguish, distinguish between who was Megalos and who was the actual Doctor for kids watching, because they, they had to, they kept this uh, same clothes on, and this, mm. therefore, if you had them both running around, it's just going to get confusing. Yeah. There was, there was another bit I wanted to ask you about, which I think is a big continuity error, was uh, that Megalos changes with full costume into, into Tom Baker's fourth Doctor. But a bit later on, it gives his coat away. So how does that happen? If that's part of his, is yeah, that part of his body? Just got rid of a shit. Magic. Uh, uh, it's just shed a uh, shed of skin <laughs> and just give or a leaf, and that's your coat, and that's it gone rid of. Maybe it's just like uh, maybe it's just like taking off one of his branches or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's only afterwards. I thought maybe or, or a single prick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he gave his prick to a prick. <laughs> oh. Oh, I tell you what I wanted to mention, and this is for you, Craig. Was the viewing figures were incredibly low at this oh, time no. in Doctor Who? Right, incredibly low, like four point two million. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't was... imagine that with Tom Baker, do you? Actually, no. you don't. You it don't was think... always seventeen, eighteen million. Yeah. But no, at this point, you're talking low four millions, and it was the time when they put Book Rogers uh, on ITV, yeah. and ITV oh. were really yeah. smashing it. You know, like with big uh, budget American. Yeah sci-fi shows so yeah view figures were terrible I and, would... sorry sorry craig oh that i was gonna say and you can kind of see it if you're comparing now book rogers to this this yeah, yeah. 
and even the story's not convincible, like putting a cactus in. I know it leaked in with the adventure game, perhaps, and things like that. It's not as plausible as the big kind of, you know, the, the space operas going on that you're seeing in Book Rogers or you're seeing in Battlestar Galactica, things like that that were coming on. Yeah, but if you watch some of them now, you'll see those 70s and 80s shows, late 70s and early 80s shows. There was a lot of repeat shots of everything. Oh. And it was just uh, really bad acting. The sets <laughs> looked really bad in uh, on screen. It just not, looks not really much, terrible. Not much aged as well from the 70s and 80s. No. Apart from Love Boat. Oh, well, I, oh, say... the love <laughs> I thought you were going to say apart from Disco. Ah, yeah. Disco. <laughs> Disco yeah. never died, mate. Disco never yeah. died. <laughs> At this point, though, in in this uh, Doctor Who, had they already picked uh, Peter Davison? Did he already know that he was on his way? So they were ready to wrap it up. I'm assuming. No. Really, because that's really they must have done because oh. it's season now, now, 18. If you when this story was being broadcast, that's when it was announced that he was leaving. So the production of this was probably a couple of months beforehand, and this was shown. Uh, sometime afterwards, so it's only during the production, uh, the broadcast of this episode was when Tom Baker was so, uh, coming to the cast and the next Doctor probably would have taken a while uh, before uh, Peter Davison was actually either thought of or even announced. Yeah, but it's good you should say that because after what um, Bob was saying about you know ITV and yeah. those influences, you can understand why they went for a younger guy, Peter yeah. Davison, to try and get that audience back into it again. And a known figure as well from all creatures great and small and things like that. Yeah, with that bit of content. That really popular popular figure. Love that theme, theme song for that. Oh, yeah, did you see, awesome. actually, someone completely did. Did you see Peter Davison at uh, Wales Comic Con? Yeah. Uh, if you've seen on yeah. the, some of the tweets. Yeah. Holding a sign up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, holding a sign up about his son. Sorry, look. Depressingly, He's not that yes, special. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Twitter feed's full of Doctor Who. I secretly love it, John. <laughs> Very secretly. Right, has anybody got any more stuff that they want to talk about on this uh, story? What a hosting? How to host? Basically. Oh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just tired, man. I am tired. <laughs> no, this, I don't have much to say about this. If I, I think it's all been said for me. It was just a very, I enjoyed it. It was like a guilty pleasure Doctor Who. It just was. You could almost tick box Doctor Who in this from the, from the, from the Doctor being crushed as one uh, as a cliffhanger, from canine running around and running out of batteries, from a tired adversary, from the science versus the religion, no, from the the sacrifice. It was. It just felt very generic. Generic, yeah. Could you yeah. could apply the same formula to so many stories? Probably more so, even from the seventies. You know, for you know, from like it just borrowed an old format. It wasn't creative at all. Not compared to the other ones that Tom Baker had had, and not certainly what was coming with yeah. East Space Trilogy. I agree with what Bob said about that. It mm. got really groovy later on, but this as an episode was just no bland. Yeah, bland. it's not offensive. Bland. I didn't hate it. I I, just, I, yeah. I I do agree to it to a certain extent. Because <clears throat> you've got the science religion, blah blah. That's a bit boring, yeah. uh, but I do quite. I mean, I like the fact that 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 the um, Meglos is a cactus, last of his race. Uh, you know, he he has to get a human body, you know, to get to Tigella, to get the decahedron and all that kind of stuff. That, I mean, it's it's not the most you know groundbreaking of plots, but it, it, it the fact it's cactus it is. The fact it does shift into human form, you know, into other forms yeah. and takes over people, and that's quite a cool concept. Um, I, don't, I mean, I'm not saying it's executed brilliantly, but it's still quite a cool, cool idea. Yeah. Do you get away with it now? 
They sort of did it. Absorb a lot. Do you remember that yeah. one? Oh, yeah, of course. I suppose we did have a concept with that yeah. where he was possessing the people to use with himself as he looked yeah. for this planet, didn't it? So yeah. I think, I think, like you said, the story's been used again and it's been done before. But the only thing I did like, and um, I'm sure uh, John likes the fact, is it's four episodes. It's mm. quite fast as well. Very short. It's yeah, short well. episodes as well. Oh, and yeah. I think... In the 70s, you had somewhere you're like, oh my God, I'm having to forward some of this. So I was happy. It was like you watched it in one sitting, it was done, dusted, you yeah. took it away. There's nothing groundbreaking. I mean, to be fair, it's, 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 it's all right, Doctor. I mean, to be fair, the, it was meant to be serialized. It isn't meant to be watched in a big lump. No. no, but I, I was quite Very happy to point. watch it in one lump, actually. I didn't think it was planned. I started watching it, oh, to be fair, about a week and a half ago, thinking oh, I'll just pace it. But I did enjoy it, hence. Now, I just realised what you're doing. I was thinking my microphone had gone off. It looked like they were shaking hands from me. I was, I was, thinking, what, oh, my I was just copying gone. John. I was just I was copying, copying John. Get lost, all of you. <laughs> yeah, the good thing about it being weekly as well, and because the, the actual story was underrunning by loud, was the fact they put all these added scenes in. And so if a viewer was coming to it every week, at least a good chunk of the first bit of the episode was just basically recapping within the story. Yeah. But we're within the story, just recapping what had happened in the previous episode. Which, well, they, uh, they do that just to replay the last three minutes of the last episode. That's tended, tended to be what they did if there was a cliffhanger, certainly. Yeah. But all the serials I've seen, that's what they've been doing. Yeah, but there was a, I think there was a couple of times in this story where they had characters actually telling other characters what had happened. In uh, in the previous episodes, I think uh, the two two Mavellans that were together, not the Mavellans, they looked like Mavellans, didn't they? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the Mavellan two, uh, vibe. Yeah, it were as funky disco with the clip as yeah, the Mavellans. No, it wasn't. No. So the religious lot had the best costumes: the purple, it, it meaning power, and the black, the shiny black. Brilliant! I go in a disco with that. <laughs> I did like uh, Jacqueline's Hill. <laughs> Jacqueline Hill's uh, hairdo. It's, that must have been a, a bit of a ball like to uh, hold that up in the, uh, keep that up. That long hair and that. I'd love to see you with that wearing that. So I was thinking, I just pull it off. Beard should up and we're outwards. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He's got the hair as well for it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Not yeah, quite yeah, as long hair. as uh, Jacqueline Hill's was there. I don't think it was a real hair. Oh it? no, oh, no. You spoil no. the illusion, Cliff. I think it was a book. Like, it's like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Was it a murky? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a trend then. <laughs> is it two words, okay? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can do. Shall we go with two words? This is great hosting, by the way, guys. You know. Uh, so let's go with Craig. I'm going to go with guilty pleasure. I enjoyed it, but you wouldn't want to admit it too much. Guilty pleasure. Johnny boy? Fucking bland. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have come to you last. Uh, Cliff? Quickly heat. Oh, wow. Somebody's been checking up online for puns. <laughs> quickly heat. <laughs> wow. Brick puns are put. <laughs> go on, Bob. Uh, I'm going to go with George Morris. It's George my Morris. two words because I think that's just great. 
Mind you, that, be... that would have but... been a better thing. If, if oh, it's it... brilliant, John. Oh, it's, 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 it's just great. a little bit of scene, like like why is that fella there? Yeah, that I didn't get that. That ruins the start a little in. bit. Anyway, sorry, Sucky, two words. I forgot my two words. Stoney, Stoney, John. Who's okay? I'm just gonna put what's okay. okay. Okay, okay. Twas right. okay. Twas yeah. okay. Yeah, twas okay. Okay, shall we uh, pick our next story <laughs> for the next episode? Uh, so well, let's go with. I went with Cliff earlier. Let's go with Bob. I, I, I kind of. I'm still going to stick with uh, with Sharda. I really want to watch uh, Sharda with all the animation and stuff like that. So. Um, it's Tom Baker. I'm gonna go with Sharda. Sharda. Um, how many episodes? Six. six. Missing. Uh, depending missing. on how you're gonna watch it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's animated versions, oh, there's audio well. versions. Okay. One of the characters wears extre- extremely tight brown cords, almost distractingly tight. I'm, I'm, Chris. You know. I'm, yeah, Chris. <laughs> okay. It, I don't notes. think they copied that very well in the animation. I did compare the two. <laughs> on that note, let's have your choice of three. <laughs> I'm going to go with the five doctors. Oh, wow. How many episodes is that? One. It's, it's like a ni- movie. It's like 90 a minutes. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Uh, Cliff? Uh, I was going to go for, no, I might, uh, obviously, I can't say it properly. Maudrin Undead. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling a Peter vibe. I'm Peter really feeling died. Peter yeah, vibe. Yeah, I'm feeling Peter. Even though he's not my favourite doctor, I no. do like the story. How many episodes? Four. 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 <laughs> You've got a busy month, John. I'm, I'm going to help uh, John out here a bit, so I'm going to go with... Uh, if we're going to put a Peter Davison vibe... Yeah, we'll come with Black, it. Yeah, we'll go with Black Orchid. Oh, Ooh, Black Orchid. That's two episodes, John. Two episodes. But, Johnny? Yeah, well, uh, oh, Bob's recently had COVID, so I feel sorry for him, so I'm going to pick Shadow. Oh, thanks. Oh. So what we'll, we'll then, then we'll find out whether I've successfully gotten away with it or not. Let's roll this dice. Uh, da, 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 da. Before you do, can I just say I've had syphilis? We feel sorry for me. <laughs> yeah, but that's mostly self-inflicted. <laughs> it's uh, I've, uh, I've I've rolled a, a four, uh, by the way. So that's Cliff and yeah. Modern Undead. Modern Undead. Oh, Bit of Peter. Uh, <laughs> fucking six episodes. No, it's only four. 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 It's gonna feel like six, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what that episode oh, is. Oh, the yeah, it's got a big David. Yeah, it's great. I'm yeah. looking forward to modern. Thanks for showing us the DVD of that. Yeah. This is he YouTube had a DVD of everything. They look exactly the same. Every one of them you show. How do you find exactly him so quick, Sucky? You can have a homing device to each one. He hasn't even got the DVD. I've just him. told just got not, the covers. They're, all, they're, not in, they're not even in order. How do you get them so quick? They are in order. But how can they be when you've got the box sets like the beneath the surface or whatever? But you, but you know what's in the box sets, though, don't you? Yeah, you do. You know, yeah. like... Yeah, but where, would you, where, where do you put it? Crap, what, laddie? Do you Absolutely. put it under Peter? Do you put it under John? Where do you put it? I put it under the first, the first uh, story in the box. Yeah. yeah. Up your ass. Bye. 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 <laughs> <Okay>. Bye. <laughs>